Let me get something off my chest This podcast not be like the rest Cause by the end we'll know the best of a thing We're gonna weigh the cons and pros Some will defend, some will oppose Then take a moment to compose and to sing This is the H2O show Some will refresh and some won't The greatest contest of all time So grab a glass of wombat juice And allow me to introduce you To your new best friends right after the chime Hi, welcome to Wombat Water, everybody! We are here today for a follow-up on the pizza podcast that we have previously pizzaed before, and we have uh, many of the same uh, contestants. We've got uh, we've got Karen from Canada. How's it going, Karen? I'm uh, so ready for uh, to talk about some pepperoni, etc. <laughs> okay, all right. We've got Melody back as well. How are you, Melody? I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Navi, how are you doing? Uh, you know what? I'm just vibing. Not at all stressed out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. <laughs> uh, we'll have to cut this if I'm wrong, but did you win the last time? Yes, I won, and that's why I'm all vibes. I have, okay. I'm, I'm have uh, house money here. Uh, I'm definitely not Wait, there was money? the next person with like my fist underneath the camera here. I'm I'm definitely just all vibing, no stress. It's great. Okay, good. And uh, and you heard you heard yelling about money, uh, I, as usual. I don't know. Uh, our judge this time, uh, Josh Wiggler. How you doing? I'm doing great, except a little bit angry now that I realized there was money on the line. I would have played so much harder on the first pizza podcast. I did play pretty hard. I feel like Melody, I especially owe an apology to. You literally stole from me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't tell people that ranch would be good with sausage. Like, what? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Listen, uh, sometimes you get caught up in the moment. Pizza possesses the soul. Too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. And I feel like uh, on our last time out, um, I was like Gollum with the one ring. I was cor- I was corrupted by maybe it was like a pepperoni curl was like the one ring. Uh, it was just too far. It took me too far. But I'm thrilled to be back here for. Is this pizza two? Is this pizza coda? Is this yeah. the pizza? I mean, pizza coda sounds like a state. Yeah, like a, it's like a, a Dakota. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> north, south, and pizza coda. Yeah, uh, and and uh, pizza coda sounds like the best of the Dakotas. It's unquestionable. Yeah. You know, I've never been to them, but you know, I've seen previews for Fargo on TV. So, uh, that's pretty much all I need. I think. Yeah. Fewer murders in pizza Coda, I think than in, uh, the Dakotas where Fargo is featured. Yeah. Uh, so we've got a different format this time. And, uh, rather than putting the toppings up against each other, we're putting our players right up against each other, I guess, which, which probably was thinking now about how competitive the last podcast got just through these intros. Maybe this wasn't the best choice, but we're just going to go ahead and do it anyway. Maybe it was the best choice. Find out, I guess. Um, And we're going to make Josh, uh, you know, do all of the good and bad news deliverance. Oh God. Well, yes. uh, Foolishly, the, the kind folks here at Wombat Water have decided that I would be best serving the pizza podcast as a judge 
rather than as a player. Uh, and so I am to understand that it is my role to decide who gave me the best pizza. And over the last several days, we're recording this on a Monday night. On a Saturday, I received instructions for four different sets of pizza, Brooklyn-based pizzas, for me to order and to consume and therefore to judge. And the process is ongoing as we are here in pizza podcast number two. Uh, So that is effectively, those are the stakes. No money uh, on the line, I have to say. I already spend a lot to buy the pizzas, so I think I'm tapped. Uh, Josh, since since you are the judge and, and you are famously known to love pizza and to love it so much that no pizza is really below you, yes. um, can you tell us really what does pizza mean to you and maybe even Brooklyn pizza specifically since uh, all the pizzas we've ordered today are from Brooklyn? Yes. Uh, well, Brooklyn is where I live, so I am partial to a Brooklyn pizza. It would largely be for the convenience above all else, if not for the fact that the pizza is delicious. Um, in my neighborhood alone, there are no fewer than like three pizzas that I would put out as among the very best in New York City. Uh, there are in within delivery range, many, many and more that I would stack against the, the very best that you would find in Manhattan. I mean, New York is a pizza paradise, uh, and I'm very grateful to live in such a place as I have grown up loving pizza my entire life. I don't know how deep into the origin story I got on Pizza Podcast number one, but uh, I was literally born uh, of pizza. Um, I was a uh, my mother was a, a week late with me. I was not coming out. I just wanted to hang out a little bit longer because I had a sense that the world was cruel and I didn't want to enter it yet. Uh, And so my mom was eating pizza with my grandma a week later. And I was like, all right, need to get me more of that. And so I started making a ruckus. And then here I am. Uh, So I come by it very honestly. Love me some pizza. uh, Unironically, my favorite food. And yes, Karen, as you say, no pizza is below me if it is a if it is a pizza that i am really unhappy with then somebody really messed up and i will spoil no one messed up severely in this one uh every pizza i was i was very happy to eat uh and uh uh i will tell you about the journey of the pizzas and which ones i was happier than others on perhaps i did a little behind the scenes work before uh before we put this all together uh, so we actually have a, cu- a couple questions uh, for Josh, sort of uh, as a setup. Uh, the first question actually comes from Akiva, um, our friend Akiva Wienerker. And so I'm going to try to share my audio here, okay? Uh, here we go. Are you ready? Let's do yeah. it. Um, secondly. Oh, not secondly. Oh, let's skip to second. Hey, let's Josh, do this out of sequence. Karen from Canada, everyone else who's on the panel listening i had a question for you pizza experts so i was going to order kosher pizza in brooklyn for josh to try would have been interesting but none of them deliver they're not in his delivery zone i don't know where he lives but it's not near any you know what i mean and so but i I did a few questions i was going to order instead of like getting super fancy with toppings i was just going to order a regular slice and the way i phrased it was plain pizza but Karen brought up that isn't that cheese pizza? So I want to know for from Josh and everyone, what's the difference between like a plain slice and a cheese slice? If I just 
went to a restaurant, a pizza shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, or St. Paul. And I said, hey, uh, you know, can I have a slice? They would get me like a, a piece of pizza with cheese on it. Now, is that a cheese pizza? Is cheese pizza different? I don't know. Let, let me know. Um, secondly, okay, so that's first, firstly, that's, <laughs> I see Melody had a reaction there. <laughs> question number one. Yeah. Yeah. Melody, what are your thoughts initially of Akiva's question? This is just a very controversial topic with a friend of the podcast, Chris O'Neill. Yes. Uh, there's a picture of him with duct tape over his face saying plain pizza is cheese pizza, which I agree because who eats just dough and tomato sauce. Yeah. Well, actually, uh, that's called a marinara, and uh, it can be rather tasty. You put some oregano on there, you get some slivered garlic, get some nice char on the crust. Uh, tomato pizza, tomato pie is very popular in uh, spots like Pennsylvania, in New Jersey, and my apartment. <laughs> that's, really? I've never even heard of plain pizza like like no one like or like regular or plain like these are these are terms that i've not i if someone just said give me a plain pizza i the thing that popped into my head was just like you know what i think my head cut out uh cut out sauce for some reason and my brain pictured just like dough with a little bit of cheese sprinkled Mm -hmm. on it uh-huh. Which is not actually any of the options that were presented, but that's what popped into my head nonetheless. I I think that this is a very contentious topic, and I find it to be hilarious. This is like sort of in the same way that in the United States, like some people call it soda, some people call it pop, some people call it Coke. It's like, whatever, you know, whatever is working for you regionally is fine. And as long as we can get the same points across, it's really not that big of a deal, I think. For pizza... I once got raked across the coals by a Brooklynite, uh, like a long time, lifelong Brooklynite, uh, who uh, was very mad that I didn't call it a regular slice. Uh, So there is like this deep Brooklyn attitude towards pizza that a regular slice is crust, sauce, cheese. When you think of pizza and you think of like a pizza emoji, sans the pepperoni, you are thinking of a regular slice according to uh, said Brooklynite. I think that I've always said a plain pizza, I think is probably how I've described it over the course of my life. Uh, I maybe have endeavored to say regular more. I think by and large, I just call it pizza. And if you call it a cheese pizza, I would think of Kevin McAllister in Home Alone who ordered a whole cheese pizza just for himself. And I'm pretty sure there was sauce involved in that too. So I'm not going to be precious about any of them. You want to call it a cheese pizza? I think I know what you're talking about. If you're saying that you want an all cheese pizza, then I think I might try to specify, okay, what are you trying to tell me? Uh, Maybe you just want cheese and you don't want the other stuff. Uh, But that's effectively my stance on on, uh, Akiva's question. Also, the place that Akiva had picked out uh, was right across the street from Defara Pizza, which is a legendary New York pizza. It is a, uh, it was owned and operated by a man named Dom DeMarco who passed away earlier this year and is like an icon in the pizza world. Documentaries have been made about him. He, until very close to the end of his life, when he was a young man all the way until he was in his, I think mid to late eighties, when, when um, 
when he passed, uh, he worked in the store and like made all the pizzas. And there's been a lot of like, is it going to be the same? And a lot of people who are, you know, very uh, torn about the future of uh, New York pizza because he was such a like a sultan of the scene. Um, and uh, I have been to that pizza and it's very, very good. And when I looked into the reviews of the pizza that Akiva sent to me, people were also like, this is very good pizza. So even though I was not able to get Akiva's pizza pick, I am deeply intrigued and I shall be pursuing it at some point in the future. Fair enough. Should we get to question number two? Yeah. Unless Navi, do you have any, uh, do you have any hot takes on plain or regular pizza? I think this isn't an American thing. Cause I've never heard this debate ever in my life. Uh, I will respond to that, which is I, I asked uh, <laughs> a server, a community of people who, um, you know, they weighed on weighed in on this. And so apparently plain pizza is a term used uh, a lot in New Jersey, but like specifically like the New York City part of New Jersey or something like that. And then uh, it's spread to other parts of New York. I don't know which came first, but um, our friend Chris O'Neill, yes, from New Jersey, insists that plain pizza is the term, that the cheese in, is implied. Akiva holds the same opinion. Um, so apparently it's a regional thing. Never heard of p- plain pizza until last year. My other question is, since I wanted, you know, maybe a, to put in like a niche sort of thing in the category of kosher pizza, I want to know from Josh, what, I don't know if this is connected, actually, but that, I don't know if that segue was good. But uh, my question still stands <laughs> outside the United States and Canada. And I know Josh is a world traveler. What country is second? Obviously, USA, number one, baby, all the way in pizza. What country is number two in the world in terms of p- if we were going to rank national pizza rankings? Who's number two? Oh, well, you're supposed to say Italy, right? Like, that's kind of what you have. I think to- that, yeah, I'm not sure what. Like, that's the expected answer, certainly. So uh, I have been to Italy a few times, uh, and I have not been to southern Italy, which is like Naples and where a lot of pizza uh, is, uh, you know, sort of like the pizza mecca or like the birthplace of pizza in a lot of people's minds, I think. But in my travels in Italy, to be totally honest with you, I have not loved the pizza. I haven't. I've had more bad pizza in Italy than I've had great pizza. Uh, I've had tremendous pasta in Italy, but I've had a lot of lackluster, mediocre pizza. I'm sure that that answer would change dramatically if I found myself in Naples someday. Uh, And I have definitely enjoyed um, pizza in in Rome uh, a few times. Uh, But uh, I would say that my favorite pizza that I've ever had outside of the United States it's actually, uh, I have to look up the name of the place here because I don't want to. Uh, if I'm about to throw this out here, uh, I have to. I have to be able to back it up. Um, that there is a uh, a pizza in Japan uh, that is the best pizza I've had outside of the U.S. and is in contention for one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, and I'm trying to find the name of the place real quick. It starts with an A, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. The best pizza in Tokyo, according to Time Out. They're going to have it on the list for sure. Uh, it's not Pizza Studio Tamaki, though that does look rather good. This is it. Savoy Azabu Juban. 
Uh, and this is actually uh, a mostly uh, cheese. Uh, cheese plays like a like a secondary role. Uh, you can get like a classic sort of like Neapolitan pizza from this place, or you can get a marinara pizza, which I really really like because it's like really saucy and garlicky, and the dough is really 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 good, and it just tastes like fresh bread, and it was insanely delicious. And so uh, I will I will say Japan outside of the United States is the best pizza I've had. Heck yeah. Fair enough. The rest of uh, you all uh, well-traveled enough to have an opinion on this? I think I talked about last podcast how I had uh, Indian pizza while I was in India mm. a few yes. years back. But yeah, the Italian thing just uh, blows my mind that Italy didn't connect with you josh was there something like specific that like i think that it was like it was like tourist trappy type stuff it was like okay okay, so you're just coming in you're coming to italy and you're expecting pizza well let me put no effort into it and just put it on a plate for you uh and so so i don't go down the beaten path to get good pizza i think i think like you think that you could just roll into italy you're like all right load me up uh with having done no research no due diligence i think you're in trouble uh, at least I was. Okay, good to know. No. I okay. think that my my memory might be playing tricks on me. I've definitely I saw it on a menu. I think I ordered it and had it in Scotland. I had a haggis pizza. Uh, I either had it or I thought about having it. I did have haggis for sure at another time, and I think I had it on pizza. But uh, so like. I wouldn't say that that is really like a, a great opinion because I just haven't been to that many countries. So like outside of Canada and us, I think I have uh, maybe three countries or so that I could, could have tried pizza in. Um, and, uh, you know, I, Scotland, I guess. <laughs> yeah. This question was for well-traveled people. I'm curious about the haggis pizza, though. Now I feel incepted, and I would like to know what that's about. I mean, I'm feeling like a little like that myself. So I remember haggis being very good. So haggis pizza would be good. Jessica Lease uh, is a proponent of haggis. We made fun of it on a Walking Dead podcast recently, and she wasn't on the podcast to defend the position that haggis <laughs> is actually delicious. So I, every time it comes up now, I feel like I owe a mea culpa. Jessica Lee says haggis is terrific. I have not really tried it, so I apologize to the crossover of people listening to Wombat Water right now and the previous Fear of the Walking Dead podcast where I thumbs down haggis. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's it, this is the only way to deal with a difficult situation like this, Josh, and I think that, like... Air it on know, a podcast. Yeah, this is... Ideally this is, on a different podcast from the one where the grievance occurred. Yeah. yeah. PR 101. You're crushing yes. it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the next part is talking about some pizzas, right? Mm-hmm. Navi, do you want to do you want to go first as the winner of last time? I would, but I forgot what pizza I picked, so I. Just- <laughs> <laughs> wow! I guess it wasn't that meaningful to you. Wow. <laughs> wow! As the winner last time, I feel like maybe you get to choose who goes first. Yeah, that's okay. fair too. Um, I guess we'll go with KFC first since uh, she was technically not a contestant last time. Okay, sure. So, uh, you know, I really got into TikTok this past year, and it's taken over my life. 
I, I browse TikTok so long that they they serve me the haven't you been scrolling a little too long TikToks? Uh, like the mental health, like you gotta I've you know them. be healthy and not be on here too long. That's how much I, I use TikTok. So, um, but you know what? TikTok has pointed the way to many good places to eat in my in my area. And I thought, you know what? I want to know if TikTok knows where the best pizza is. And so that is how I chose my pizza. Okay, so. Um, you know, we'll get into this later, but I think TikTok broke wombat water a little bit and Josh can speak to that to the end. I don't want to talk about it now. I don't want to spoil it. But at what point would you like to tell that story though? Let's let's talk about it at the end. Sure. Sounds good. Um and so, you know, I found a place. Uh is it Speedy Romeo? Speedy Romeo, Romeo yes. Yeah. And so uh, I I looked at the reviews on Google just to cross check. I saw a TikTok about it because you know here's the thing people are not going to TikTok about a place unless they're prepared to be roasted or if they know for sure they're going to get like praise for what they're TikToking about because your TikToks just because of the algorithm it's going to get served to random people it's not just going to be like your mom who followed you or whatever like anyone could see your TikTok so if you're going to post something on TikTok like you have to be really confident to do that because you never know if your TikTok's going to blow up if you're gonna get roasted to shreds or, or roasted to wait roasted torn to shreds roasted to whatever bits. Ash. yes um roasted to bits you roast to bits sure um so i picked this place i looked at the reviews and everyone said like you know get the white album what get the white album don't even ask questions don't ask what it is just like trust me on this and i saw that several times even on yelp I was like, well, if Yelp says so, this has got to be good. So I told Josh, um, you know what? Uh, given what uh, a little certain little like mishap that we had before, I'm ready to just take a risk and go with a white pizza. And so there we here we have the white album pizza from Speedy Romeo. Romeo. Yes. I don't know why I said Romeo. I, I don't know. Like maybe it's just like this whole it's pizza is italian <laughs> so i'm just like saying romeo. romeo yes yeah romeo speedy romeo okay so that's the pizza um the ingredients uh oop. i don't know i don't know if i have them on hand it's like bechamel uh it's like it bechamel is. mozzarella ricotta uh definitely parmesan they put the parmesan on the crust as well so there's like like a snowy dusted parmesan crust it's Mm -hmm. not cooked onto the crust or if it was meant to be cooked onto the crust it was not uh and so it's like it's a little messy to eat because you got a lot of parmesan on your hands yeah Uh, so it's just it's cheese on cheese on cheese on cheese it is like it is a blizzard of cheese cheese blizzard avalanche of, of cheese yeah, it's it's very white. <laughs> it's like very white. Pizza's so and white. It's so white. Yeah. So uh, ricotta pro, pro, provel. What's provel? Like provolone? Uh, provel is like a cheese blend that I think is popular in St. Louis. If I'm not okay. speaking out of school. I yeah, think. and then pecorino toasted garlic bechamel, and uh, yeah, the crust is dusted with more, even more flaky strings of pecorino. That's what it says here. Uh, so that's, that's the description I found on a blog <laughs> about it. Um, but that's the pizza I chose, the white album. So Karen, I don't want to like, I'm not trying to just immediately come at you 
but I do want to just, I do want to just like, in general, your theory that people are only going to post something on social media that they're prepared to defend seems to me to be absolutely not what my experience with social media is. <laughs> TikTok specifically. Okay. All right. TikTok pizza, I guess. I, I haven't gone down the TikTok pizza rabbit hole. I certainly I know want to now. Yeah. Pizza talk. I know like, you know, there's these very like little niche corners of TikTok. Pizza talk must be a whole different, whole different type of uh, pizza game. I yeah, guess. so I want to know if if TikTok, you know, scientifically, uh, is the best way to find your the best of the best. So we'll cool. know today uh, if wombat water, if there's even a point for wombat water to exist. I guess. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Can we it's all reliant on TikTok, Karen? <laughs> well, it's just this is just you know science. This is research. We're fair. gonna find out. That's fair. Yeah. Wom talk. <laughs> Do you do you want talk about your pizza next, Navi? Was... Uh, sure. Oh. Why not? Uh, so, uh, I totally uh, did not forget to do this at the very last minute. Uh, so I looked up things on TripAdvisor after uh, talking to some American friends that I thought had been to Brooklyn. It turns out they did it weren't ever in Brooklyn. <laughs> And I forgot to ask the friends that I knew for a fact were in Brooklyn, so I had to scour the internet. Incredible. Um, so I picked out a place. It's called Saragina, I believe is the pronunciation. In my mind, I've been saying Saragina, as in like that's like someone's full name, Saragina, uh, <laughs> which I just that seems like very old fashioned, and I would like to meet that person. Yeah, but I think so I think like you're correct. I think it is Saragina. Yeah, so it was one of the top-rated uh, pizza places in Brooklyn, according to TripAdvisor, and it was like at a somewhat manageable price range. Uh, there were some really, really expensive places, but I was also kind of surprised that pizza is that cheap in Brooklyn. Uh, I guess I'm just used to like Canadian inflated prices. I don't know, uh, but I picked the Kappa and Carciofi from Saragina, which is. Uh, uh, it, it looks, I, I don't know. It just looked like charcuterie board. I like charcuterie. So I picked that one. Yes. This one has, uh, a, uh, I think it's kappa ham. Is that right? It's like, a, yes. it's like, it's like a spicy ham, uh, that also has, um, artichoke hearts on the pizza. Uh, and it's, I think it's mostly mozzarella on, on this one mm -hmm. as well. No sauce. Uh, it is a uh, sauceless pizza. Uh, you get a little bit of the saucy kick from uh, from the the moist artichoke heart, I suppose. Uh, yeah, the big selling point for me was that it was spicy. So yeah. I hope it didn't disappoint in that factor. No. Okay. Yeah, spicy. It lived up to the billing for sure. <laughs> uh, I like that on this very scientific podcast so far, we have two absolutely... Uh, bonker sounding pizzas uh not even in a negative way they sound great they're just not like maybe you know what we're doing good science everybody can test a pepperoni pizza just like a like i know i know melody tell us about your pizza but that was not my original plan um, where do i start first of all my sister's from brooklyn she lives across from emily 
which is a very famous pizza place. But personally, I think Emily is overrated. I think you're right. And it it wasn't always. Um, once upon a time, Emily was pretty good. And then they franchised the shit out of it. And now there's like an Emily for every home. There's, I think, like four Emilys in New York. There's definitely one in Nashville. I'm sure there's one in Vegas at this point. And I do think that it's kind of gone downhill. I do agree with you. I used to go there a lot when it first opened. Um, I have not had Emily pizza in a number of years. Uh, I'd be interested to try it again, but the last time I had, I was very unimpressed. My biggest like fault with pizza is it's too floppy. And once I read your rubric, Josh, I was like, okay, I need to pick something that's like very sturdy. And so that's why I picked um, Impasto, which is like, they do like square Sicilian, almost like Detroit style slices. And in my opinion, Detroit style pizza, which is like very thick focaccia like crust is better than New York style pizza. Hot take, but I'll stand on it forever. Um, but like what was most unique about this pick was Josh, the very first time I listened to you on a podcast, it was for Top Chef. Sorry, my cat is in the background, but welcome to the podcast, Melody's cat. Yes. So you like Top Chef. And the number one thing I knew about Impasto is that it's owned by Aida, which is a restaurant that Sylvia from a season of Top Chef worked at. Oh, this connection is going to earn me so many brownie points. And my sister says that Impasto is great. Her and her fiance love it. So that was why I chose it. And I was like, pepperoni, like you can't go wrong. It's probably as cups. I saw the picture of it right before the podcast started and it looked good. So yeah. Um, it's uh, Al Taglio uh, is the style of pizza. And so it's a it's a pizza that originates in Rome. Uh, and I've seen this in Europe a few times. It's like it's like it's like sheet tray pizza. So it's like pizza like the, it's like almost like bread more than it is like pizza dough where uh, I actually think impasto does use it uh, as sandwich bread. Like I think that they do have sandwiches and they like cut it open. So they, they make the bread first. And then I imagine they sauce and cheese and like top it afterwards. So like the bread actually has like crispiness on the top uh, of the dough, like the, the layer that's usually under the cheese. That's like kind of soft and like has been softened by sauce and cheese is like really sturdy on, on this. It's like the top of like uh, an oven baked bread. And so like, the cheese looks like almost aggressively pale uh, when when you take a look at this picture. Like there's like no char to it whatsoever. Um, but that's, I think, part of why is because like the pizza is already cooked. So like the toppings are definitely cooked, but I think that they take less time than a, a normal pizza would. But they put it on sheet trays and they like put the sheet trays on display in like uh, at like the front of the stores, usually how this is done. Uh, and I, I think that maybe they like, they like cut it with scissors. Maybe I might be speaking out of school there, but they definitely serve it square style. And it's like, you get to like go and look and like just pick the square that you want uh, is the style. Uh, and so I saw this in Rome once. I thought that was like the coolest thing that I ever seen. I was with a bunch of people who didn't want any pizza. I was really mad about it. <laughs> Anyway, I had never had uh, pizza from any of these places other than Speedy Romeo, and that had been a while since I'd had anything from Speedy Romeo. So I was, like, really psyched to get new recommendations. And impastos, especially, I had never heard of before um, until I realized that I had seen it on, like, a bunch of uh, delivery sites and always skipped it because it had the super pale-looking cheese that I was deeply, deeply afraid of. So when I knew that this was coming through, I was like, all right, let's bite the bullet. We're going to try impasto. And you and initially, we'll, Melody, wanted to uh, wanted me to try a potato pizza from there. 
I'm team potato pizza. Like, it sounds good to me. It's, like, very thinly sliced with rosemary. I was like, that sounds delicious. But, unfortunately, they do not sell it in whole pies. So, I mean, my pepperoni pizza slander that I was coming coming in hot with, uh, A, wasn't even your first choice, and B, what has been described here does not sound like a regular pepperoni pizza either. Uh, so, I think that you're, that you are safe melody from all of my uh ire that was totally for, uh like understandable otherwise thank um, you jd i feel so sure. <laughs> thank you this is an educational um, podcast yeah that's what we try to do here learn and grow um what the karen did was there another karen or josh was there another pizza or is that there is karen if you'd like to take this one yeah, so um, because Akiva was not able to make it, uh, we had to think of who would stand in for Akiva. And look, uh, when I was ordering my pizza, Josh looked at the menu, and uh, Speedy Romeo has quite the menu. It's got pizzas with incredible names. And so uh, we thought in this pizza that uh, one caught Josh's eye. Yes. What was it called? It's called the Dick Dale. The Dick Dale. <laughs> and well, the Dick Dale has pineapple on it. And producer Corey it's saw It's a pineapple it. pizza, which has history on the pizza yeah. pasta here on and, Wombat Water. Exactly. And then producer Corey said, well, why don't we just bring pineapple uh, as a uh, onto the podcast as a contestant? So uh, let, let us uh, introduce uh, pineapple. Please come onto the stage and... Uh, you know, be part of the podcast. So Pineapple's coming back uh, with a vengeance because of all the controversy it caused and a lot of, like, uh, boo-earns from, you know, people all over the world. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, Pineapple's coming back to uh, represent itself, themselves. And um, maybe you can, I don't know, do you want to tell us about the Dick Dale? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you about the Dick Dale. So yeah. it, is a, it is a pineapple pizza. Uh, it also has the Provol cheese that we talked about earlier. Uh, it has, I believe, speck is the is the cured meat on the pizza, uh, and uh, it also has bechamel as the sauce, uh, as uh, applied to the White Album pizza, and it's got a little pineapples on it too. Uh, pineapples are so super cute; they're just like tiny little cubes. They're not that tiny, actually. They're like pretty thick cubes, uh, and that's the pizza. That's the Dick Dale. Uh, so pineapple has submitted the Dick Dale pizza from Speedy Romeo. Wow! So it's not a red sauce. There's no. It's red sauce. it's not a red sauce pizza. It is not. Uh, so one red sauce pizza, two white sauce pizzas, one no sauce pizza is what we are working with here. Oh, Incredible! Gosh, what a what a competition we've set up. Fierce. A fierce, a fierce, fierce competition. So how how did we? Josh, you had some some criteria that yes. you developed for this occasion, yeah? Well, I decided that I would eat the pizzas in phases. Uh, and so the idea was I would uh, either take a bite or have an entire slice of, uh, of, of the pizza as soon as it arrived uh, to have it as fresh as humanly possible. Then I would wait a little while and have either another bite or another slice of the pizza after like 
half hour, an hour. How is it when you're like getting further into the party and you're deciding, you know what, I do want another slice. Are you going to enjoy that next slice that you're getting or are you just wasting the calories? I wanted to know. Um, I wanted to know how they tasted the next day refrigerated. Uh, I am a proponent of cold pizza. I love a cold pizza. It's a totally different thing. It, it is a, it is like its own pizza subgenre is cold pizza. And uh, I welcome people to, to give it another look. It's a great breakfast item is the cold pizza. Uh, so I, I thought I would do it that way and try it the next day. Spoiler alert, I was so full of pizza that I definitely didn't eat any of the pizza the next day. Uh, I was like, oh, I've, I have pizza the crap out of myself. And even I, there is a little too much of a good thing. Uh, besides all of this, by the way, uh, the, the legendary Emily Fox, my wife, uh, has uh, embarked on an incredible career as a, a freelance food person. Uh, she's uh, cooking meals for, for families and events and stuff like that. Uh, and she had a, a pizza party that she had to, to cater uh, the, the other day. And so the past week has been spent with her like <laughs> testing pizza. So I just was eating pizza all week long, including the day before uh, we ordered all of this pizza. So that was how the timing worked out. And so I still ate all the pizza on opening day, Saturday. All of these pizzas came to my abode and I ate them. But the next day, I definitely did not. Uh, so that was not uh, tested out. Um, but then I did, uh, I did this other thing. So I'll often, uh, if, we, if we order pizza and Emily and I, are, 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 we've had our full, or if we've had people over and there's just too much left over, a move in our home is and it's really mostly my move. I don't think Emily really participates in this that much. Uh, is I will freeze slices of pizza. I'll foil them up. I'll wrap them up in foil. I'll put them in the freezer, and then I'll save them for a rainy day when I'm really hungry and we've got no food left around the house, and I just need a quick snack or a quick lunch or a quick dinner or whatever. And I will reheat the pizzas. And I reheat my pizzas like a psychopath. Uh, the way that I reheat my pizzas, you hear about like the cast iron skillet method and like that's going to get it pretty close to what it was like when it was fresh or whatever. No, I just obliterate it. Uh, so I'll just like crank the oven up as, as, as loud and high as humanly possible. I'll put the pizza in immediately. So the oven hasn't even started heating up yet. And I'll proceed to forget about it for about 40 minutes. Uh, and then once the house has been perfumed by the smell of severely charred pizza, I will take it out of the oven and uh, I will let it cool for about, it really only needs like five minutes to cool down until it's at a tolerable temperature. And then I will eat this incredibly burned, charred to bits pizza because I'm a crazy person and I like the taste of the burnt pizza. Uh, and I know that any other way of getting at this frozen pizza isn't going to be satisfying anyway, so I may as well just obliterate it. So I did do that. And what I have in front of me is a plate of every single slice, all four of them, that I have obliterated in the oven that I will, uh, I will uh, consume on the podcast for further evaluation. Uh, all of us just look so worried. <laughs> yeah, you should be. You should be deeply concerned. My my main concern, I'm just thinking about the times that I've obliterated pizza in the oven. And just like w when it gets that 
crunchy. I maybe you've got like you probably got tougher mouth than me. Maybe uh, most people probably do. I just I've lived a soft mouth life. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've just been uh, inflicting sandwich mouth on myself for my entire life. You know when you like cut your mouth up because the bread is like like kind of like crusty and yeah. uh, and rough. Uh, so I have like the softest hands on the planet that have never seen a day of hard labor in their entire life. But I have like a rough working man's food mouth for sure. Uh, so I'm prepared to eat a severely burned pizza, and I uh, I enjoy it greatly. Uh, so I, I did um, mark my thoughts as I ate each of the pizzas uh, on opening night, and I can share those evaluations with you if you would like. Oh, yeah. I have these. Oh, yeah. I have these available to me. Um, I will uh, I will do this in the order in which I received the pizzas. Okay. Uh, and I ordered the pizzas in the order in which uh, finalized pizza orders were uh, placed in the wombat water chat. Uh, and just so, to and just to recap, this was at the end of a week in which you yes. had been eating pizza almost constantly. And correct. to cap off that week, you ordered four pizzas. Yes, that's right. Okay, perfect. I love it. Thank that's you for correct. doing that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and I will eat some more tonight. Uh, so <laughs> the first one that I ordered was impasto. So Melody, your pizza was up first because you submitted yours first. Unfortunately, the potato pizza did not deliver. So you went with a backup of pepperoni uh, or pepperoni, as some may say. <laughs> uh, and I uh, also was pretty disappointed that the potato didn't deliver. I would have loved to have tried that. Uh, potato pizza is really, really solid. So I took some notes. Um, uh, on the crust, I said that it was much more like a bread that you would make a fancy sandwich with. You put some like prosciutto, some mozzarella. Uh, you'd eat it. Uh, you'd feel like you were transported to Tuscany. Uh, really, really great like bread quality dough. Um, the sauce, uh, this is the only one with a red sauce. That was a little sweet. There's a little bit of a sweet sauce all on its own. By the way, uh, during this entire process, I was laughing so hard. Not only because I was like being driven insane with too much pizza, but also because this was the closest I'd ever felt to being like uh, a judge on Iron Chef or something like that. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, Emily, wasn't, Emily wasn't here. I was completely alone. I had no witnesses to the mania that was occurring. Uh, so I will try and translate the experience. Um... So the sauce was very sweet, uh, but I thought that it was uh, it balanced well with everything else. Um, the mozzarella was very pale. It was just like so, so, so pale. That's it, like, fine. It was just like kind of like scary because like it's like, did you cook it? <laughs> I don't want like brown fresh mozzarella because then the water goes everywhere. Yeah, no, that makes sense. It does. <laughs> But I was kind of concerned, is this fresh mozzarella or is this like, did you just like clump together just like some shredded cheese and then just like <laughs> let it melt like naturally on the hot bread? I didn't know. The pepperoni was clearly cooked. So very clearly they cooked the pizza. Uh, well, it's just a perfect little pepperoni cup. It was really great. It had some char. Some of them were like, um, like just like standard red pepperoni, but some of them had like these crispy little bits on the edges. They're tiny little pepperoni cups. I don't know how the room feels about like a pepperoni cup versus a flat pepperoni, but this was a cup. Any, any like strong feelings? Yeah. I like a cup, yeah. I am pro cup because it has the fat on the inside. Yeah. It has yeah. so much flavor. It was like a juicy, juicy thing. 
It was really good. Uh, so the pepperoni was amazing. Melody, uh, I, I said that I love Roman-style pizza. Uh, I very rarely get it. Uh, I didn't know that that was what Impasto does. And now I know that I have a spot nearby that does Roman pizza. Uh, so of all of the pizzas, I will say right off the jump that this was the biggest revelation. Like this is the biggest like potential game changer uh, for my pizza rotation. Um, so those are my initial takes on the Impasto pizza. Uh, if anyone has any uh, follow-up questions they'd like to ask, my, uh, my DMs are open. So how was so so the cheese being so white so white <laughs> how did that how did that affect your were were we talking tasting notes yet or are these just visual notes uh if we're talking I mean if we're talking tasting notes um the cheese tasted totally fine uh it was probably like a little salty and like probably the way that you want mozzarella to be um but like i couldn't like fully square the taste and the meltedness but the thing um the thing that i that i did feel was because as i mentioned before uh the 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 roman style pizza like they cook it like a bread so like the the dough is like it's like sandwich ready so the top of the of the pizza is like already like really crispy uh and so you put like the soft cheese on top of it and where you would normally want to get like some crunch from the cheese, or at least normally I would like to get like a little bit of like bite from the cheese. I didn't get that, but I did get it from the crust underneath. So like that combination was actually really great. Uh, mm. Like that combination was like a huge surprise uh, that those two things worked really well together. That I think that like the, the way that the, the crust was, was cooked and the fact that it had like this top layer of crispiness um, made it so, uh, I did not really care about the cheese being so pale after a while. Um, and your list of fears, where does like pale cheese on pizza lie? High, high, <laughs> very high. You know, it's like, it's like, a, but, it, but the pale pizza like extends also to like the crust. So like if you go into a shop and like you're going to get the pizza and it is just like a lily white cheese and like a lily white crust, I'm starting to think, did you make this? Did you cook this? Is it actually cooked? Did you do? Did you know what you did? Uh, and I've I've just and also it then makes me think that your sauce is probably going to be like aggressive, and the whole thing is going to be wildly imbalanced, and I'm nervous. So a lot of fear uh, driven at the sight of a very pale pizza melody. I'd imagine that's like what pizza in like Idaho or like St. Louis is like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. St. Louis has this Pro Bowl that they put on uh, Emo's Pizza, which I would love to try. I hear the sauce is like really sweet and people say that Emo's is either the best or the worst. Uh, so it's one of the top things I want to try in the pizza world of the United States still. Um, but yeah, it was like very scary when I saw the picture of it and then it showed up and it's like, yeah, it's pale. It's a pale cheese. <laughs> I was a little nervous. I, I have to admit. Um, but it so sounds we, like it didn't go as badly. The, the, the eating with your mouth went better than the eating with your eyes. The eating with my mouth went much better than the eating with my eyes, I should say. Um, shall we move on to the next pizza that I ordered? Yeah. Uh, so the next one I got was uh, from uh, the aforementioned Saragina. Uh, or Saragina. Navi, your pizza came in. Next, you were the next person uh, to, to, to notify me of your pizza order. Uh, and so this was the pizza with 
the uh, the kappa and the artichokes. Uh, and uh, I thought that the crust on this one was probably like the best crust overall. Uh, it was like it was like a very delicious bread, like a soft bread is sort of what it tasted like. Like this was the one that of all of the pizzas, just like the crust itself, like the, that like top untouched territory uh, where uh, neither cheese nor sauce has yet met uh, this uncharted land. Um, I thought this was like the best plain straight up crust for sure. I don't think that the that impasto should necessarily count in this way because I think it was more bread than dough is sort of how I would clock the Roman style pizza. Um, but as like a traditional Neapolitan style pizza goes, this one and Speedy Romeo are very similar in terms of their style. And uh, not to spoil the Speedy Romeo takes, but I do think that Sarah Gina had the better crust for sure. Um, the uh, sauce on the Sarah Gina was non-existent. A bit of a disappointment, I have to say. Would have liked some kind of sauce on my Sarah Gina pizza, but uh, it was offset by the fact that this ham was so salty. And like it is so salty and spicy. And I did find myself just like eating the ham off of the pizza at multiple points. Like, what am I doing? Just trying to ham sandwich this thing? It's a pizza competition. <laughs> Uh, but Navi, I think your point of like, this looks like a charcuterie board is well taken. Now that I know that that was sort of like what you were thinking when you read it, did you see, did you like see a picture of the pizza or you read the description of the pizza? You're like, that's like a charcuterie board. Uh, I read the description. I couldn't find a picture of the pizza on the menu anywhere. So. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I get that. Like, I definitely get that vibe, um, from, from the pizza. I love, uh, artichoke. Uh, I very rarely eat it. Like I don't get to the artichokes very often. But I think an artichoke heart is a really underrated vegetable. I would probably, on my own, just about never order it on a pizza. Uh, so, like, you ordered me something that I probably never would have picked for myself, um, which I was excited about. I was pretty happy about that. Um, and even if, like the, like, the topping combo wasn't the one that I would pick out in a lineup, I was looking at the rest of the menu and there's just like a ton of different pizzas there that I'd be really psyched to try, especially now that I know about the crust. Um, so this was another one was like, this is good to know. And it's like in a neighborhood in Brooklyn that if I were ever there, I wouldn't know like all of like the pizza spots that I would lean on. So now I've got one. Um, so I was psyched about this. The wild card element for Sarah Gina, they deliver mocktails. Uh, they deliver uh, a virgin cocktail. Uh, so if you're if you are a drinker, like a really great mixer that you could like put some uh, some booze into if you wanted, or if you're like me and you don't drink, just they got a nice mocktail menu. I got two. I ordered two mocktails for myself from this place. Um, one was a virgin Shirley Temple, uh, and one was a virgin mojito. They were very sour. They were like. <laughs> <laughs> obscenely kind of offensively sour oh, no. um did it pair well with the pizza though uh no not particularly i would say <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it didn't uh no but once uh once we sugared the uh the mocktails uh they tasted much better uh but they did require the sugar on their own that way lies like desperate heartburn city uh well, so, in my defense i didn't tell you to order the mojitos no <laughs> no you didn't it is completely on me um but i was happy for the option uh because anytime a place is like 
being upfront about, yeah, we've got non-alcoholic beverages that aren't just Coca-Cola. Uh, I'm psyched about that. Uh, I think that that's a fun thing. So I was really happy to see that on the menu. Um, those are my uh, Sarah Gina takes. I'm open to questions at this time for any follow-ups that may arrive. I'm just glad my pizza passed the initial vibe check for you. <laughs> yes, it certainly did. Certainly did. Yeah, I feel like Navi, I, th- I feel like last time you did the same thing where you came in with something that we were all kind of like, I don't know. And then we were like, yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Navi kind of beat us all at pizza. Well, me. Beat me at pizza. Beat me too. Beat me as well. And, and, I've, and I've never forgotten it. I still order Navi's pizza. Like I think you've ordered it at least once or twice after the podcast. It's still good. It's incredible. Navi's mom's pizza. That's right. Right. Yeah, we gotta credit this properly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Last in the ordering order, I guess. Perhaps ironically, at least by Alanis Morissette's description. Uh, we have Speedy Romeo's. Yes. Uh, Speedy Romeo was uh, the, the double order of the White Album from Karen and the Dick Dale as dictated by Pineapple Pizza itself as a concept. Uh, these were the final two pizzas. <laughs> um, Karen, I do think that this is probably an appropriate time to uh, yes. pull the curtain back on something. So Karen... Um, <laughs> Karen was a competitor, is a competitor in this competition, uh, mm-hmm. and you told me that you were doing TikTok deep dives uh, into finding Brooklyn pizza. And uh, we were having some issues, as mentioned. Akiva's pizzas were not delivering to my place, and I am a lazy person who only wanted pizzas that could come to me so that I would not have to go out. Also, Brooklyn's very big, and to have gone out to pick up all of these pizzas literally would have taken all day. Uh, so it's just not an option. Uh, like, yeah. I love you guys. Everyone's great. This is fantastic. I'm not going all over Brooklyn all day for this podcast. It's just not happening. Not like uh, subways. It would be like a seven hour excursion. This is not worth yeah. it. Uh, it wouldn't be that long, but it would be a lot of time. Uh, so um, knowing that, Karen, you were like very set on like, all right, well, I'm going to make sure I'm going to run by you that these pizzas will deliver to you. Um, and so you went down the TikTok pizza rabbit hole and you came out with uh, you asked, does FNF deliver to you? And FNF is a pizzeria in Carroll Gardens uh, that is new-ish. It like it opened very end of 2019, so right before COVID started up. Uh, and they do great delivery, and they're like a great walk-in shop as well. And FNF was listed number one on the TikTok video that you sent me, Karen, which I was so excited to see. Because I don't think that FNF gets nearly enough credit in the pizza conversation here in New York City. And I do agree that FNF is the best pizza. Uh, and if you had sent in FNF, it just would have been over. It would have been done. There would have been no real reason to do this exercise. It would have been a slam dunk take. Uh, so I guess to some extent, you can have some bragging rights there, Karen, uh, that FNF would have won, but I DQ'd it. I didn't think it was fair. I didn't think it was fair to, to come out. So you went with Speedy Romeo was another pick. I think you had another one that you had checked out, but it unfortunately didn't deliver. Uh, La Industry, which is a, a Williamsburg-based pizza, which is excellent. And if you ever find yourself in Williamsburg, you should definitely seek it out. Uh, so you went with Speedy Romeo, and you sent me the White Album, and then Pineapple sent me the Dick Dale. Um, here are my takes on the White Album. Um, that it's a Neapolitan-style pizza. I thought the crust was solid. 
but not incredible. And I thought that it would be incredible if it had gotten here like hot, you know, like if the pizza had shown up. <laughs> yeah. I do I do think that's the thing with the Neapolitan pizza is like so dependent on it being like hot immediately, like fresh mm-hmm. out of the oven. Uh, and it was solid, but it, it was just like kind of like, you know, room temp. Uh, like it was at the temperature that you'd want for like that second, like you go back for the pizza. Uh, it was like already there. Um, and so to that point, like the Parmesan that they put on the crust that I mentioned before, like the, like the, the, like the dusting, uh, is that, uh, it didn't melt at all. So it was just like on it. Crust. Uh, so that was all right, but it was really messy. Um, the sauce on this one was the bechamel, which was hard to discern from the overall cheesiness. In the cheese category, I write, LOL, yeah, there's cheese. <laughs> uh, for the toppings, I listed so much cheese. Uh, as the wild card category, I wrote, we will see how this does on a reheat. Uh, typically, I, I don't order a white slice. It is not typically where I go. Uh, and uh, if I do have a white slice, it's got to be like really, really, really good. Uh, I, I don't know how much it is to, like to the aforementioned pale conversation, but maybe to some extent. Um, this was like really aggressively cheesy. Uh, it kind of tasted like mac and cheese. Like, it tasted like a really good macaroni and cheese. It's not necessarily what I thought I was going to eat, though. Uh, <laughs> but if, like, you're ever in New York, if you live in Brooklyn, and you're in the mood for mac and cheese, uh, but you also want pizza, I would, o- overall, in a million years, I would recommend to you the White Album. Uh, it's mac and cheese if that's what you want. Uh, so that was my review of the White Album. Uh, was that it was mac and cheese on a pizza... And it was extremely, extremely cheesy. The Dick Dale, as submitted by Pineapple. Unless you have any follow-up questions, Karen, about the White Album. No, I was ready to go just like with a total wild card after basically uh, having accidentally chosen your favorite. Yes. Well, not by accident, but scientifically. Through research. Uh, chosen your favorite pizza. Yes. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the first thing I think or first thing I see that can actually deliver to you uh, (laughs) and go with like the most recommended pizza. Um, But no, I don't have anything. How how was the Dick Dale? Um, The Dick Dale. uh, So the crust was the same as the White Album, obviously, because it's from the same place, Uh, but there's no cheese on it. uh, So it wasn't as messy. Uh, The sauce was also a bechamel. And I did note, uh, and as I was the the uh, the person who who cheer led the pineapple pizza on the previous pizza podcast, um, kind of feel like if you're coming out with a pineapple pizza and you're not brave enough to put the red sauce on the pizza, is that not cheating? I do feel like it's kind of cheating with the pineapple pizza. Uh, so there's no red sauce on this one. Um, the cheese was very tangy. It was the provol that we've discussed. It was nicely caramelized, so it had some good bite to it. Um, it had the really juicy pineapple uh, that, like, if there was any risk of dryness with this pizza, the pineapple offset that. It kind of becomes a sauce in its own right, and I thought that was dope. I thought it was really tasty. I thought the ham was really good. It also had grilled scallions on it, uh, which was a choice. Uh, so there was like, 
you know, scallions, like when they're like kind of like cooked in like a big format can be a little chewy. Uh, so this was like a little bit like stringy, the scallions. Um, but they had like a, a really nice grill taste that I wasn't expecting. Uh, and so, yeah, my wild card was that I love a pineapple pizza, obviously, but I felt like this one like was kind of like afraid of its own shadow by skipping the red sauce. So it was like a really tasty pineapple pizza, but kind of like a cowardly pineapple pizza was sort of my take with apologies to Dick Dale. If Dick Dale is listening. Um, <laughs> yeah. A noted podcast, a noted one by water listener, Dick yes. Dale. Yes. Um, yeah. Did you, uh, did you find the, the pie, w- would the pineapple pizza just have instantly been way better if just the sauce were swapped? Out I don't know. The whole thing? No, I have no idea. I do think that it is possible. In fact, that it would have been worse, but mm-hmm. I think it would have accepted the challenge if it had <laughs> tomato sauce. <laughs> Uh, yeah like i do think that like tomato sauce on this one probably would have made it worse uh but i also feel like you know this putting pineapple on a pizza isn't so controversial if you get to skip one of the three central ingredients of like basic pizza yeah Uh, are you just making a round pineapple flatbread at that point at least to the point of our Domino's competition once upon a time give me a light sauce you know but it's got to be there i do feel like it probably ought to be there uh so Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would have been. I, I think it probably would have been worse with tomato sauce, but I feel like it probably should have tried. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you That's, don't think Speedy Romeo tried? Oh, I think Speedy Romeo tried. I think that the the uh, pineapple as a competitor oh. tossed me a pineapple pizza that it was a uh, it was hoping would mask some of its controversy. And I want to say to you, pineapple, I see you. I know what you did. I know what this was, and um, I uh, I gotta tell you, I get He's it, to, but I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, be brave. On the bright side, speak at up least for an inanimate object won't be winning the water bear. Maybe, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Uh, in fact, at this point, I do think that I should say, as we are uh, beginning the process of narrowing some of this down, uh, that for me, uh, I think that the pineapple pizza is disqualified. Um, <laughs> I think it was pretty clearly your least favorite out of I wouldn't, just your I actually, I actually wouldn't say that. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. I actually think of the three pizzas, it was probably the one I enjoyed eating the second most. Uh, oh, okay. Ooh. So I do think You're that just there was... real mad at it. There was, there was a world in which the Dick Dale was the runner-up <laughs> of this competition. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think that... Uh, I think that pineapple needs to submit uh, a fuller pictured pineapple pizza next time. Uh, I just don't think it's totally fair. Oh, there yeah. you go, Dick Dale. Yeah. Keep your head up high. Yeah. <laughs> try again. Try again next year. Yeah. See, see, we'll see what you got. Yeah. All right. So pineapple, pineapple, Dick Dale, get gone. First one. No way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what? What else? What else left you feeling? less good <laughs> what else am i feeling less good do you feeling less good was, the, the thing you said would have been absurd yeah um well do uh how do we do we want to get into like the 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 next phase of the grading i think you can eliminate one more pizza because we're going to we're going to we're getting into the final rounds right okay yes um so i would like to play a game as part of this 
Um, the game is going to be called, uh, initially it was called, did I eat it? But I think that you are going to know for sure that I'm eating the pizza. So at this moment in time, we are on a video call. I have turned my camera off. Uh, and what I would like to do is I would like to take a bite out of the pizzas, uh, in the order in which I think they are going to fall out of the competition. Uh, and this is how we will reveal which pizza is the winner of Pizza Podcast Part 2. Yes. So full of drama. And I will only uh, chew into the microphone for about two seconds. (laughs) And you will have to determine based on the sound uh, which pizza you think we are talking about. Wait, and so... Wait, All of them have been nuked to oblivion and are therefore very crispy and also have been in this state of matter for about an hour and a half, so they're very cold. So what am I supposed to do, though? I'm confused. What's the game? So you will, uh, I will take a bite of this pizza, and you will tell me which pizza you think it is based on everything that we have currently discussed, uh, and this will be revealed in the order in which they are going to land in the competition. So this will be how I reveal which pizza is on top. So like the, the first one that you're going to eat here would be the third place competitor. Right. Or there's a pineapple because it's Mm. disqualified and I'm very hungry. Yeah. (laughs) Someone please talk for a couple of minutes. We got you. Yeah. So, so that was the pineapple eliminated in fourth place. Eliminated. Uh, but you know, clearly, still, clearly, still good enough to fill that little hunger hole. Uh, it's really is, good. It was really which good. Is great news. Yeah. I really did enjoy it. <laughs> um, all right, this pizza that I am about to take a bite out of is the third place pizza, and I will take the bite, and then I will mute myself and let you discuss while I eat the pizza because I'm going to eat them all. All right, you ready? <laughs> Here we go. That sounded crunchier, right, everyone? Like, I wanted to say, like, if it sounded the same, maybe it was also Speedy Romeo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, um, it sounded the same, but I don't know if my ears are, like, but, good. But the, but the pineapple juice did, did, like, I'm guessing it did moisten the pizza. So maybe, <laughs> it is, maybe it's, a, maybe it's like, the, the White Album. I don't know. What do you think, Navi? Well, I mean, it could also be uh, the cop and uh, the other thing because I didn't have sauce on mine pizza, so that's also a likely possibility, which is a shame. I do like I that heard, you could record pizza. I mean, as a speech therapist, I have pretty keen ears, and I did hear a higher frequency, like crisp <laughs> sound. Okay, so it might be mine. mine is like mine is like i feel like mine is gonna be horrible like reheated josh's style because it's already like super cooked you mm-hmm. think it's yours could be only one way to find out all right because it's like toast basically like the bread becomes toast yeah pizza okay, toast really sounds cool pretty that. good though yeah i need some pizza toast right now um all <laughs> right toast. in third place in the pizza podcast part two. 
I may have enjoyed it more if I thought that I was ordering macaroni and cheese, Karen. It is (laughs) the White Album. Eliminated. It is the White Album. A very good mac and cheese. Just not what I ever would order for myself, I don't think. Same, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, So I think that TikTok, uh, you know, if if the question was, did TikTok lead you to the best pizza? It did, but it got disqualified, and then it led you to the worst one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, fair enough. Actually, the White Album was not on TikTok, but then when I found the name of the place, I looked up Yelp and Google, which said, order the White White Album. Yeah. But, you know... I I stand by my first choice. My first first choice was Lucia, and and I hope that, that also didn't you know, deliver. And I'm very excited to check it out. I hope you you give us an update uh, when you try the caramel picanti. Yes. Um, which is basically a pepperoni pizza with honey and spicy peppers. Like that really sounds spicy. very tasty. Yeah. That's so. But please, uh, I, I'm a little bit disappointed that TikTok did not choose the winner. But at the same time, it's a white pizza. so That's all right. All right. So it is time to uh, reveal the top two. Well, the top two stand revealed at this point. Uh, it's Navi's Pizza from Sarah Gina. This is the one uh, that's like a charcuterie pizza with a really good crust. It's got the artichoke heart and the copa. Uh, and we also have Melody's Pizza, the Roman square slice from Impasto. That is uh, basically your standard pepperoni pizza, but on this really cool bread uh, with red sauce and the super pale cheese, which I will say is currently no longer pale. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now severely, severely charred. Um, <laughs> so this is what I'm going to do. I am going to take a bite out of the winning pizza. And so this is how we will reveal it is you will get a bite from the winning pizza and then you all can determine if this is uh, which pizza this is. All right. You ready? Here we go. (laughs) I feel like that was Sargina. Like, I feel like if it was mine, you would hear like. And here is the other thing that I will do is now I will take a bite of the runner-up pizza. Beautiful. You think that's yours, Melody? Yes. You could hear the double crunch. You could hear the bottom and the top crunch at the same time. (laughs) The first one sounded so, like, unusual. It sounded like... Very demure. Could you take another bite, Josh, of the winning pizza, please? Yeah, I can. All right, you ready? Here we go. <laughs> it's so cute. I don't know why. <laughs> Does that sound like yours, Nevi? <laughs> uh, I mean, once you're like in the oven at like 500 degrees for like 40 minutes, I'm pretty sure at some point it equals out. Mm-hmm. I hope it's my pizza, <laughs> but... You know, I think from a story perspective, it would be great if it was Melon Melodies because, you know, they were beefing the last time. And then this time, Josh was kind of beefing with your pizza place. But then it turns out he really likes it. I think I think it's I think Melody's got this. 
I did drop those those uh, end result heated pizzas in the uh, in our Discord. Oh my there. gosh! Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> severely, severely burned pizzas, uh, as pictured uh, in the Wombat Water Discord. Melody, as All you right. can see, yours got torched. There is yeah. there is no pale cheese concern whatsoever uh, uh, on on the on the Impasto <laughs> Roman Square. The white album has become like the tan album. Oh mm-hmm. god! Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are so... unspeakably uh, obliterated frozen pizzas that have been brought back to nightmarish life. <laughs> wow, that basil leaf. Very sad looking. Mm. Yeah. yeah wow mm. they yeah. really are super torched i i, <laughs> I thought you were kidding no nope. which one do, okay so now that we have the visual melody are you confident that yours was the f- second one yes because that looks so crispy <laughs> and not in a good way <laughs> okay I guess what do you, you think navi what did, did you have the oral experience that led you to think one or the other or just from a story standpoint uh, from a story standpoint also i just don't want the haters to come being like hey they were both in an alliance last time <laughs> maybe there was some back i got some on. of that uh that pizza podcast uh money uh, yeah. under the table <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean just to play uh, just just to be different, I'm going to say it's the opposite. I'm going to say the first one was uh, Melody's and the second one was Nubby's. Okay. I thought I thought the winner was was Melody's as well. I thought that or wait, actually, no, I think I thought I think that I, the sound, the second one sounded crispier. So that was that would be put Melody in second place. But I, I could be wrong. like. Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like the first one sounded like a bite of a corner. That's mm-hmm. just what mm-hmm. I thought. I see what so, you're saying, yeah. I don't know. I, I was wrong last time, so. <laughs> Josh, tell us who's right. And who's All wrong. right. Well, I'll tell you what happened. Because okay. what I shall say <laughs> is you all have some great ears. You could tell <laughs> that something unusual had occurred with that first bite. Probably sound a little soft, uh, it sounded just like a little softer than some of the other crunchy bites. Um, and that would be because what I ate was a piece of, of cheese and topping that had come from one of the pizzas it was next to uh, of its same pizza kind. And so there was no dough involved in that first bite. It was just like a hanger on from the uh, pizza adjacent to it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Navi was the winner of pizza oh. podcast number one. Oh. Number one. Number one. Melody is the winner of pizza podcast Yay. number two. Yeah. It is the impasto pepperoni <laughs> Roman square. I am you sharing this with my sister and her fiance. It says between three people. They love it. <laughs> you did it. What was once thought impostable uh, is now been made postable. Postable. Uh huh. Postable. Hmm. That sounds good too. 
I'm a very I'm uh, at my core I will eat all pizza but I am relatively basic in that if you give me like a good red sauce based pizza it will pretty quickly be close to the front uh I was terrified of the cheese I was so scared to eat it but the crust of the bread like the top layer that gave it this crunch it was like unusual it was unexpected I was delighted by it I uh, I went back for seconds immediately the first time that I ate it. It was the only pizza that I did that with. Uh, and while I did say that I did not eat any of the refrigerated pizza the next day, uh, I did have a cold slice of the impasto on opening night. Uh, so impasto was the pizza that I kept going back to. So uh, uh, it would have taken uh, a real uh, upset here if I had taken a bite of these nuked po- uh, pizzas and suddenly it was a, a reversal of fortunes, but I felt pretty confident that it would stay the course. And even on the reheat, I would say the impasto holds up. Uh, so yeah, that's the winner. Congratulations, Melody. How does Thank it feel you. to be the water bear? It feels incredible. I can't wait to share this cash prize with absolutely nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited to come back for round three where I guess there's no one else to take the crown that was there since day one. I guess Josh will win the third one. <laughs> I think it's got to be a head-to-head between Navi and Melody. Mm, yeah. The pizza grudge match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, Josh, you uh, – I mean, on the reheat especially, the the impasto one, that basically would have got rid of any of your concerns, right? They're all gone. The cheese is cooked thoroughly. <laughs> like, brutally, brutally cooked. I think that would have wrecked your mouth the most. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, currently in the process of doing so yeah <laughs> um i guess before we say goodbye um i have one last question uh which i i posed in the server earlier but josh you might have been busy um you know nuking your pizzas mm-hmm. um and so that is that is dessert pizza good typically no I think typically not. I think that people don't know what to do with dessert pizza. I think they're like, I guess I'll put Nutella on it. And that, then they're like, okay, I think I did it. And like, listen, Nutella is elite stuff. It's absolutely incredible. A hazelnut spread that is really just masking the fact that it's chocolate uh, is just tremendous. Uh, can we not get a little more creative than this? Um I've seen an apple pie pizza before. I'm kind of interested in trying that. It's probably just like it tastes like apple pie. Uh, mm-hmm. But I feel like the dessert pizza is uh, is terrain that has yet to be like fully uh, chartered and dominated. I don't think that that has happened yet. At least that is my take. I have this place near me that has a whole menu of dessert pizzas. Okay. So oh, wow long extensive list of dessert pizzas but it has cheese on it it has every single pizza has mozzarella on it and so there's a nutella one there's a white chocolate nutella one a coffee nutella one with coffee beans on i it's probably too bright to show you but there's coffee beans on it there's one that's the bounty nutella pizza which is uh, it's got cheese and then scoops of hot nutella topped with shredded coconut 
And then there's a there's an M M&M and M one which also has cheese. But this on is it. all in like mozzarella cheese and stuff. Yeah, it has. Nah, man, that's wild. That's wild. Mozzarella it's, and honey, like that's my dessert just, pizza. Yes. And then there's one with berries and cheese. It's got cheese. They all have cheese. And so Melody, that's the uh, the eponymous Emily Pizza at Emily was a pretty good pizza. Uh, it was like honey and pistachios. I almost picked that. That yeah. was my second choice. It's a good pizza. It's a really good pizza. I hope that it still holds up. But I, the last time I had that, I was I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that berries one could potentially be like a Danish. Right. So, yeah, there's one that's hmm. like mozzarella covered with blackberries, raspberries, blueberries, and the white chocolate drops. In any case, I don't know. Like, maybe I would buy one for the podcast, but no. I would love to know. I would love to know how it is. I do think that, like, certain cheeses will work. I think, like, ricotta is very simpatico Mm -hmm. with dessert. I think, like, a goat cheese could work as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that, like, a mascarpone, that's going to do great with dessert. Uh, I guess people put, like, Ch- like cheddar on apple pie is like a thing. I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some people put cheese on apple pie, and I have not done it, um, uh, so I can't knock it until I've tried it. I guess, but I don't know what that would taste like. Seems strange to me, uh, but it is a thing. People do like to mix the the cheese and the sweets. So when yeah. I was younger, Pizza Hut here in Canada, at least, had a dessert, had a couple of dessert pizzas. I think. Oh, I think Corey mentioned them too. Uh, and they were like, they were, one was apple and one was cherry. And it was exactly what you might imagine, uh, that it was like, uh, like if a toaster strudel got turned inside out, but was on pizza hut's dough, um, (laughs) I think is how, you know, the easy way to describe it. Uh, I liked those when I had kid taste buds and I probably would like them now, uh, too, but I wouldn't call them elite in any way. Uh, you know what you're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you everybody. Uh, Navi for putting your title on the line. I know that that was so hard for you to do. Oh yes. (laughs) Um, so I appreciate you, you putting yourself through that for all of our entertainment. Uh, Karen, thank you for all of the stuff you basically, you can tell anybody listening to this, that Karen mostly put this together. Uh, I'm just a voice person that runs the, that tells the segments when to go. And that's now you are the voice person. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Melody, our big winner today. Thank you for coming back and, and, and putting yourself on the line in case you know if it had gone poorly i i don't know if you would have ever come back i didn't want that so i'm glad that that worked out Uh, and yeah (laughs) (laughs) and of course josh wiggler our judge thank you for eating what sounds like uh amounted to a really a lot of pizza it was a very heavy pizza week for me and then (laughs) a really heavy pizza weekend and i wouldn't have it any other way I'll probably not order pizza for a little while. I do <laughs> now, think. what is a little while for you? Is that like two, three days? Sort probably of thing? something like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> By the time this podcast comes out, that promise will be broken almost certainly. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> uh, no, thank you for having me. Thank you for uh, uh, selecting all of these tasty treats. Um, my, uh, my, my stomach and my wife may not thank you, but I do. Uh, I thank you very, very much for the pizzas. 
Uh, does anybody have any, any? I didn't give anybody a chance to plug anything. It's got things to plug anybody. Josh, I know you're busy. Just check out post show recaps. We're talking about all sorts of TV shows. Uh, if there's a TV show that's a scripted show that's on right now, chances are good we have a podcast about it or we're trying to. Uh, so you can just check us out. PostShowRecaps.com is our site. Uh, and just wherever you get your podcast, just search for post show recaps. And we are there waiting for you with open arms. That's the thing to plug. I would, I, I would say as a, a, a frequent goer of post show recaps, it's a good, th- it's a good thing. It's a fun time. We have a good do time. that. It's fun times. Mm-hmm. It's good times. Uh, Melody, do you have where? Do you have anything? You just plug in your pizza. Do not follow me on Twitter, but get <laughs> get impasto if you're in Brooklyn. Uh, Navi, how how about you? Uh, you can follow what you do in pod uh, over on Twitter. We do a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast with Felipe and Will, who have both been on the podcast before. Um, and yeah, I'm just glad that the haters aren't going to come after me. So thank not you this time. for winning. Not this time. <laughs> uh, Karen, AKA the haters. No, that's not true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I do have something to plug, which is, you know, um, in the last little while, we've been a little bit, uh, Corey and I have been busy with with life, but we did, you know, we do come back to um, the Rob Has a Podcast universe once in a while to uh, produce large scale uh, podcast productions on Rob and Akiva Need a Podcast. And we most recently did Who's My Honey? Uh, greatly run. I think it went well. Uh, the, that podcast was, uh, fun and has like a game within a game where Akiva was trying to suss out who was Canadian and who wasn't to figure out who was with who romantically linked with who. And it was a lot of fun. So if anyone wants to see uh, our most recent work besides this, uh, it would be who's my honey on Robin and Kiva need a podcast. We also did a few other really huge productions that I think are worth going back to listen to, um, such as What's My Age Again? and also To Tell the Truth. Um, so, I mean, look, check us out on there. We have a catalog of Wombat Water podcasts. Uh, obviously, Pizza One was a huge hit because we did Pizza, pizza Two, um, where, you know, things got a little heated. Yeah, the pizza. And a little, you know, yeah, the little in a little, you know, I was worried that people might feel a little crusty walking out of that. <laughs> oh, uh, it was a saucy podcast, to be yeah, sure. Yeah, it's very saucy and sassy. So, uh, you know, have a look at our catalog if you, if you're new to Wombat Water, um, and you know, we'll come back with a little something, something. Sure, I'm, uh, you know, soon I'm sure. And thank you so much for listening. Um, and you can find us on, at wombat, wombatwater.com. Uh, Wombat Water on Twitter, and we have uh, a couple exclusive little streams on the YouTube where we rated the we we ranked the Tim Biebs, Justin Timber, uh, not Timber, like Justin Bieber's Timbits, um, which he's coming out with again, by the way. Yeah. Along with his the vanilla new ice cap or something. Oh my god. Yeah. So if you want to know whether or not you should buy the Timbits, which you shouldn't, uh, but you want to see us talk about it. Uh, have a look at the Wombat Water YouTube. Um, and so, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Uh, JD, how about yourself? Is anything? Is there anything you would like the people to know about? 
you can find me on the Twitter for now uh, at JD McGuire. Uh, we'll see how long the Twitter thing lasts, depending on how Twitter goes. Um, and uh, you know, I'm just around, I'm on other things. You can you can find me. Nobody ever follows me after these. If you want to follow me, you know where to find me. We listen to Geek Fusion. If there is there still a catalog of Geek Fusion podcasts up there? There is, and and we're starting to do some more some some more stuff with it uh, soon too. So yeah, so you can see that. Thanks everybody. This has been uh, a lovely time, and I very literally, uh, while Josh was eating his pizza, ordered pizza of my own <laughs> that will a hundred percent disappoint compared to what all of those sounded like sounded and looked like but will be uh good for me nonetheless okay. i look forward to the report jd yeah all right i'll t- i'll tell you all about uh pizza pizza southern ontario's you, pride let me give you some <laughs> tips on how to reheat that uh if you want any. i'll talk to you offline though yeah just uh turn the oven on until Full the blast. house starts Full to blast. burn right yep, yeah that's it mm-hmm. yep yeah, I got a gas range now. It's good. It's perfect. If your life isn't on the line, did you really eat pizza? It's a good. That's that. That's how we got to go out. Thanks for listening, everybody. If if your life isn't on the line, did you really eat pizza, John Wrangler? From all your new best friends, we'll see you next time.